What if in the middle of your suffering, whether that's a result of the loss of your spouse or the breakup of your marriage, or to be quite honest, any kind of trial that you're going through, you could make a simple choice and suddenly feel better emotionally, spiritually, and physically. It's pretty remarkable the way God has made us. And today we're going to be continuing our conversation from last week with Lori Hogel and talking about what exactly happens in our minds, bodies, and spirits as we make the choice to interrupt pain and suffering through singing to God. Hello and welcome to Christ-Dependent Single Motherhood. Are you feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and longing for a safe community of believers? Do you sit up at night googling how to work and homeschool at the same time, or Bible verses on anxiety? Do you wish for a Titus II older woman to help you navigate this lonely parenting path? I'm Sarah, a veteran homeschooling mom daughter of Christ, and no stranger to broken marriage. I know the heavy burden of shouldering a family alone. I only wanted to raise my children to love Jesus Christ, but I watched as my family crumbled in front of me. I didn't know who I could trust, but God provided the healing and discipleship I needed through mentors who spent years faithfully applying His Word to my heart like ointment to wounds. My desire is to use this podcast to share what I've learned, what I'm still learning. My prayer is that you'll be pointed to Christ, learn to forgive, find freedom from fear, and learn that we have a God who can be trusted. Make sure your earbuds are charged and grab your Bible. Let's walk this path together. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode. Once again, we have with us our friend Lori Hogel. She is a music educator with a PhD in music education. She teaches at Oakland University, and she has a nonprofit, Singing Christ's Hope. And um, I'm so glad she could join us again. We have some more that we're excited to discuss with her about interrupting suffering through music. Um, Welcome back to the podcast, Lori. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here to talk about something that's so near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We had a great conversation last time, last week. Um, One of the things I really wanted to talk about that I think is relevant to our listeners is, can you help us understand the dynamic when we choose to praise God in song ourselves, when we sing out to him versus 
what happens when we just listen to music? Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, when we just listen, I'm going to take a look at what I thought about this. Um, Well, let me just say this. I need to say again, as I did last time, God gave us voices to sing praise to him. That is very clear in scripture. So he made them, he created us to do this. Um, Each of our voices then, if you think of it, are fearfully and wonderfully made by our father. Um, And I've done a lot of research in my academic work as a music educator. um, And I've learned that somewhere along the way, actually um, published some studies about this, talking to people, many people in our Western culture were taught that their voices aren't good enough. Mm. Oh yeah. They're embarrassed to sing. Shame. Shame is even the word. Like, Oh, I totally experienced that. I mean, I don't, I don't have a horrible voice, but I, it's just not trained and professional and strong right. and perfectly in key. And so I don't want to sing in front of other people. I have talked to so many people about this and that's their experience, especially if, if someone else might hear them. But the, I've talked to a lot of people who are even ashamed and embarrassed to sing out loud, like with themselves, like just alone. Mm. <laughs> um, and, and as believers, I've talked to, to Christian women who want to sing, but they're, they're embarrassed even to sing to the Lord. And I, I, that is such a rampant and horrible and ugly effect of the fall. I just, that's my view on it all. He made our voices. He gave us these particular voices, specially crafted, wonderfully made to sing for his ears. Not only, you know, if nothing else. I love Um, that. It's so important to remember that, isn't it? That this is all part of God's sovereign plan for us, we can yes. embrace that voice that we have and offer it up to him in return. Yes. I mean, we don't need to, to fight against God's plan for us, whatever he has, even if it's in what he gave us in our voices. Right. Exactly. And, and, and as a person who's starting to walk through some disability, um, or differently able to like to say, but I mean, I need to remember that about my whole body, but my voice is part of it. Mm-hmm. All of us, our voices, um, are, are wonderfully made. Uh, we don't need training. And, and, you know, unlike learning an, uh, an instrument that's outside of ourselves, I put in that in quotation marks, our voices are, are, are all we need to do is open our mouth, <laughs> you know, it, how wonderful that we can just be and, and sing. So I do think that unlike listening, We'll talk, we'll talk soon about what the effects of of singing on, on ourselves, but, but singing music uniquely communicates emotion to the Lord. Singing is, is an emotional activity uniquely. It's guided prayer, but it with lyrics really, Mm. um, and with melody and that changes things. Um, a lot of things I've learned, but, but singing our prayers can help us uniquely focus our thoughts as we pray, you know how sometimes we, we want to pray and we're just, our minds are a jumble. Oh, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Oh yes. yeah. So singing the lyrics as prayer, particularly songs that are Christ exalting, Christ directed, um, singing scripture itself as prayer. Um, it, it focuses our thoughts very uniquely and just listening doesn't create those same brain grooves. I've got brain-based research. Uh, And and I think uh, based on what little research I've had time to do, but I'm going to do a lot more this year. So stay tuned, but (laughs) we're we're only, it's because we're only using one of our senses when we listen, singing aloud. If you think of it, it it becomes a very critical 
uh, multi-sensorial thing. It, it, it's, it's, an, it's a kinesthetic thing, first of all. It's aural. We hear it. We, we are listening to somebody usually, unless we're singing without you know, a backtrack um, or with somebody on a recording. And it's cognitive. So it's mm-hmm. affecting, it's, it's body, mind, heart, emotion, brain, soul, spirit. It's all connected. Okay. And when we listen, I, I don't know about you, but, but when, when, particularly when we're dealing with a lot or when we're dealing with anxiety or, or depression or just chaos of kids or whatever, it's just in the background and it's really in the background of our own noisy thoughts <laughs> or, or whatever else is going on around us. Um, but singing aloud will uniquely cut through all of the noise and, and frankly, I've seen that it actually helps to shape the environment differently, you know, um, mm. because it's, just, you know, with, with whatever's going on with whatever around us, it, it cuts through. Yes. Um, so, and then what happens is that because it, there is melody and rhythm in what we sing, the songs become implanted in our minds and hearts quickly, easily. Um, I mean, we all want to memorize scripture, but singing aloud plants the truths deep. And, and so therefore they are there when, when the Lord um, desires to bring them to mind and, and, and in, his, in his sanctifying process and his transforming process, they're there for the hospital nights. Um, they're there for, you know, the ambulance rides in which we end up at the hospital without anything. <laughs> right. They're there, no Bible, no, I mean, this has just been my experience, no Bible, no nothing. It's just, it's just me. Um, the upsetting phone call, you know, or, um, the natural disaster or the ache of the grief that will not let go. And th- there is a huge difference in singing aloud. And, and I think it's because of how God designed us, um, designed our body and our mind and, and our voices. So, right. so it sounds to me that part of the dynamic that goes on with singing, when we actively sing, there's so much to it. But one of the things that's standing out to me is that It has a different um, function when it relates to our memory. Um, We can remember God's truths more easily um, because of music, but also this is not so much an act of learning new things about God, but what I've found in the process of enduring brokenness in marriage is that one of the most important things is bringing back to my memory the things I already know, you know, there's so much about God and his faithfulness and his mighty acts that we already know it's in there, but the problem is bringing it out to the surface and applying it to our situation and saying, Oh yes, this truth is for me now. You know, when I get served papers, when, you know, I find out that my ex-husband doesn't want my kids to be homeschooled, but placed in a public school or, you know, when I, there's not enough money in the bank and I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills next month. Yeah. Those are, we know the truths of God's word. Most of us, you know, even if we're relatively new believers, if we're growing in the Lord, there are things we know about God, but how do we bring those back to mind? This, I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. Yes. The loving kindness of the Lord never ceases and his mercies never come to an end. Great is thy faithfulness. So in fact, um, there's, 
we were talking earlier and I was in a conversation recently with the director of a domestic violence ministry. And one of the things she mentioned is the ability of music, like especially scripture set to music yes, to bypass the logical part of the brain, the left hemisphere and be an instrument for healing trauma Absolutely, because, you know, trauma doesn't respond as much to logic. It's an, um, it affects a part of the brain that is not analytical. Right. Um, and so that I, when I heard that, I thought, oh, this is something I would love to learn more about. Um, and I, completely identify with that dynamic. There's been a lot of healing in my own heart and life. Um, I believe a lot of it's been through um, theologically rich music that I have sung and internalized that way. Oh, me too. (laughs) Praise God. God. I mean, yeah, I think, see, Here's what I've been thinking about a lot, and I want to research this more, but it seems like the dynamic seems to come from the way he holistically created us. Yes. Well, in his image, um, we have heart or what the Puritans call the affections, emotions, you know, we are emotional and, and our thoughts, our brains, the way that they function in relationship with our emotions are cyclical. It's all one package. And of course that all affects our body. And then that of course all affects our behavior. So um, I don't know. I, I can't begin to describe the healing uh, that he's, he's done and the healing cleansing that it's happened mm. to me. He's bathed me in scripture, but, but in scripture through song, you know, during, during these personal worship moments, especially when, when the fear is ramped up when the stress is ramped up, um, when circumstances really threaten my joy and my peace and my hope and my contentment in the Lord. Um, I mean, he's literally replaced and rescued me, um, from depression, Mm. severe depression when I was at my, um, um, anxiety, you know, over the minor stresses and over the big ones, you know, certainly frustration. I mean, now I, 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 I have to call it thought replacement because in talking about the effect on our thoughts, and and I will talk about that some more, but, uh, but it's also talking about our emotions. I mean, all of that is embodied and we, as women certainly have (laughs) intense emotions. I think there is a misconception about the word praise too. I'm finding that and talking with lots of women, um, you know, when we're going through trials, our natural um, emotions maybe aren't. And, and certainly when I'm in severe pain, you know, my, my natural emotion is not, I'm going to just dance around the room and be bubbly and peppy and oh, happy. Yeah. No. You know, I, yeah. no <laughs> crying, <laughs> I'm hurting. Um, there's a lot of upheaval, but, but I have actually learned in scripture that the word praise doesn't always mean that there are a lot of words in the original language, nuanced words for that word praise, and and they don't all mean that. So when we are singing praise to God intentionally, it's far more profound and it does have effects on, on our emotions and our, our thoughts. I mean, he, the, the songs give us the words to do so. That's the thing. Yes. Especially even if we don't emotionally feel like it, but I don't know about you, but for me, the healing, and yes, I, I don't know if you would call what I've gone through trauma. I don't know if I want to label it that, but maybe, but, but 
many songs have given me the words to do so and I don't emotionally feel it at all. Yes. And I'm going to use the word yet because here's, I don't know, here's what's happened with me. As I sing praise to him and thank him with the song lyrics, uh, especially when I, it's focusing, the lyrics are focusing me on what he's done for me in and through the person and work of Jesus Christ for me and, and, and the work of grace and love. You know, when, when the psalmist says, for you, O Lord, have made me glad by the mm. work of your hands, I sing for joy. I, he says that in Psalm 92, 4. Well, it's true. Singing the gospel to myself makes me glad. <laughs> it changes my emotions. In other words, it, 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 there's a quiet inner joy. You know, I may not be bouncing around. I may still be weeping and crying, but I need this every single day. Um, mm. He talks a lot about this. I will sing for joy. The, many psalmists use those words and they're emotional words. Rejoice, joy, exult. And, and Psalm uh, 511 says, those who love your name may exult in you. It's love. It's, 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 for, it's exulting in who he is away from our self-sufficiency. Believe me, when we're hurting and going through such deep waters, we, we know we can't be self-sufficient but we are distracted easily. So it's turning away from all of that, our, our self-focus to the one that we love and who loves us so deeply. Yes. And I think, I think singing is for joy because it becomes joy in the Lord. Yeah. Sometimes we feel joyful. Like, you know, we do feel peppy and bouncy and wow and happy and it results in our song bubbling up, but, but right. obviously singing and joy are very connected in scripture, but I don't know, even the psychology, like secular psychology research tells us that actively singing aloud affects, affects our negative mood. It, it right. literally helps us, you know, these scholarly people say it helps us let go of unhelpful emotions. Well, yes, of course, it helps to ease anxiety and it lifts depressive moods or melancholy. It helps us regulate our emotions. So I, I think it's just that I, I'm, I, it's pruning my own idolatries that my emotions can quickly head to. <laughs> yes. You know? So it's so easy to um, assume that emotions happen to us, that we have no agency in them yes. and um, that we can make this active choice. I will praise you. I will sing. I mean, I don't, I'm sure you've experienced this too, that many times you get up in the morning, you don't feel like singing, but when we crack open the hymnal, Um, and just start singing by choice. Um, God takes that choice and he blesses it and he uses it to change our minds and to change our emotions does. And, you know, for me, when I sing of his perfect love of his love for me as a chosen called redeemed, justified being sanctified all the way to being glorified daughter of the king um perfect love casts out all fear it really does mm. I, that's the thing i deal with most right now in my right. illness it's just this is a miraculous work of god's grace believe me i mean it's just yes. in the next hour what's going to happen you know how is this going to be how is this going to be i mean it's I, I can see his work through the singing aloud of who he is and what he has done and who i am in christ it's been, it's been 30 years of this for me. So right. 
um, hallelujah to our great God. It, 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 it's, it's a sanctification. Um, so I, I think singing praise to God really does help us feel like singing praise to God. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, you know? it's a snowball effect. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And I think part of it, like you were talking about our brains, um, he made our minds this way yeah. and connected. It's, it's all connected. Um, he tells us to take every thought captive. Yes. Uh, he tells us to set our minds on things that are above and not things that are on earth. And I, that is so hard when, when you're in the middle of suffering, when we're in the middle of trauma. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you think about Paul and, and the thorn of suffering thorns don't leave, you know, they're always painful and they're there. You know, if you've ever had a thorn in your arm and you can't get it out, it, is, it just nags at you all the time. And so yes. our, our, our thoughts instantly turn to the pain of the thorn, but, but we're turning away from it. We're, we're turning to, it's fearing the Lord with reverence and awe. It's, it's turning our eyes upon Jesus, as the hymn says. It's, it's um, turning to our father of deep love and it's away from self. Um, I do think that it helps us to take our thoughts captive. And yes, yes, that's intentional. That's, that is a choice. It's work. Right. But singing praise to me, I, I, I think it, it's helped and is helping me not to sin. Um, there are a lot of temptations mm-hmm. to go, woe is me and, and just sit there. Um, when that's not actually his way that he tells us to glorify him and enjoy him forever. And this, the song lyrics, if they are well-crafted and if they are scriptural and particularly if they are scripture, yeah, they give us the words, they, they, they give us the tools. Um, we do memorize music really quickly, way yes. more quickly than just putting it on a card and trying, you know, the spirit does bring it to mind. And it is, I see this as a gift from the Lord. It, it um, I will never forget um, an elderly visiting father of one of our church members one year, he came, he had advanced Alzheimer's and he loudly sang every single verse of every hymn. I was the organist that of this church. And they, believe me, there was not a dry eye, including mine in the congregation mm-hmm. that day. You know, the songs inherently because of the dimensions of music and the elements of music and, and how they're set to rhythm and so forth. There's a lot of things about music itself, about why, but when we sing them, those, those grooves in our brain are there. Um, so it, I've actually been talking with some Christian psychologists and trained counselors about this, and they talk about the fact they, they use this technique with patients. Um, but in talking, you know, that we, we alter our thoughts that alters our emotions, that alters our behavior. It's all this one giant cyclical thing. And that's healing. Yes. Um, I don't know if I told you, but um, I started my career as a music therapist and worked with a lot of sick people. Um, and I can see we did sing a lot. And even, even having um, them create, uh, I guess what, what, what we would call in scripture, laments. All yes. of this stuff is happening, Lord. I'm just going to sing this to you as the psalmists do. But this I call to mind. This is what is true give me your scriptures and make up melodies <laughs> even if you don't want to, you know, but, but it is a healing. It is, it is um, 
it's enjoying him when my body is not feeling good, when my brain is not feeling good, when my emotions are not feeling good, or if I'm grieving something, a loss, you know, we've yes. had, we are all, I know every listener here has, has been experiencing that. Um, this is some of the power of it. Um, we, one of the things I've learned too about our bodies, I don't know if you've experienced this either, but for me, um, I've actually had a lot of aha moments because one of my illnesses that's connect with my brainstem herniating is called dysautonomia. Um, we, we have um, in, within us all the autonomic nervous system and it controls and regulates a lot of things like our heart rate and our breathing and our blood pressure and stuff that's, that's automatic, autonomic. We can't control over that. Well, mine's a hot mess because the parasympathetic part um, is no longer working. So um, therefore the sympathetic part, the part that is got way too high of a heart rate and a lot of things um, is on overload and is constant. And so this has been God's healing gift to my body too. Everybody who goes through um, something stressful as all of your listeners have, um, their autonomic nervous system has been out of whack some mm. uh, because our bodies, our bodies respond to it. And um, God knows what's best. He knows our frame. He designed our bodies to sing. And according to research, singing aloud, what it actually does as we sing, it slows our breath down um, because we need to kind of what I would call it belly breathing or diaphragmatic breathing. We have to be able to do that in order to sing. <laughs> and so it naturally kicks in the parasympathetic nervous system branch. It's, it's calming just because of what we have to do with our breath when we sing. Wow. And um, then that releases neurotransmitters. God, God's amazing how he designed us like endorphins that are pain um, reducers and dopamine and serotonin. It, it, it reduces pain and, and, and um, hormonal challenges that we have as particularly as women too. Yes. Um, I've been doing a lot of research on this. It also um, singing aloud, it has to be singing aloud. It lowers the stress hormone that's called cortisol. And that naturally happens when we're dealing with all kinds of hard things. Yes. Um, it, it slows our heart rate. It's, it helps regulate our blood pressure. It helps our immune system. It helps us not to get sick actually. So, wow. I did I know, not know all of I didn't it. either until I started researching some of this. I mean, I knew it some as a music therapist, but they've discovered so much in the last 20, 15 years. Um, we simply feel better physically, even if this situation hasn't changed at all. Um, our energy increases, you know, I, boy, does God know. He tells us to sing, yes. but like all of his, um, directions and commandments. And it, I see it as a commandment. He knows what is a best way for us. Yes. And, and at the same time here, we're glorifying him. We are turning our eyes to him. We are worshiping him. It is. And we're trusting him. It, it yes. is beautiful. <laughs> it's really been, oh, I'm not going to elevate it to a means of grace, <laughs> but it, <laughs> It has been a tool of a gift of God's grace, at least yes. to, to, to get through an awful lot. Now, Lori, you have created some resources for people who are suffering um, and to help them direct their hearts and minds toward the Lord in singing. Can you tell us a little bit about those resources? Yes. 
Um, well, I knew with all of my, you know, uh, education and professional work as a music therapist and also as a music educator and a church musician. I, I kind of thought that was all just for local things, but um, <laughs> about two years ago, uh, well, soon after the pandemic started out of obedience to the Lord, who was being very clear to me um, in his word and in prayer, um, I started a website, uh, which okay. is uh, Um uh, I, That That was just, I'll just start a website and start sharing a little bit. I, what I call praise interruptions. In other words, writing for um, suffering Christian women to edify them um, and give them words of praise, mo- heavy with scripture. I really do believe in sharing scripture more than my own words. Um, So I've been doing that. And then um, I write a weekly short blog post like that. Um, I pray specifically for women through email. And and then I make accompanying YouTube playlists with lyrics um, and I curate them with my music ed and also my music therapy knowledge um, along the same theme. So it's all thematic. And that way, um, women who come and subscribe can sing along. Okay. These playlists are specifically for this singing Christ's hope. Um, I very carefully and prayerfully choose uh, songs for this purpose and order them that way. Um, uh, this was all before I got sick again, but the Lord has done a lot to help me keep going. I I've, I've had some things I've wanted to say. Um, so uh, singing Christ's hope. Um, I'm, I'm also regularly recording short, little, tiny um, YouTube podcasts when I can. I, I sit at the piano and play a hymn, and <laughs> I read scripture that goes with the hymn. Um, I, I know there are a lot of uh, women who um, like have cancer and things like that who are listening to those that, um, because they can't read yes. um, easily. Yes. I've written one book. It was released um, early February. It's called Near to God a devotional Bible study of God's character in our suffering. Um, it's uh, a very short uh, 30-day um, devotional Bible journal with hymn lyrics to sing and okay. prayer journaling responses of um, singing in response to the scripture. Um, and then I have a second book coming out on October 3rd as a resource. Um, okay. These I'm putting onto Amazon. I d- I'm not trying to make any money at all. Um, it's uh, just for convenience, but it's called Singing the Gospel to Job, Finding Hope in Suffering. And okay. it is specifically to help us um, biblically answer the hard questions we all have when yes. we first go through suffering, as I did, um, to study what his word actually says, and then respond in personal worship to our great God. So yes, there are hymn lyrics for us to sing. Um, and I'm going to be creating uh, playlists to go with this book as well every week. Um, and, and I'm going to work on a third book as the Lord enables me uh, this year um, as I can, that will give us a lot of the practical singing tools to use. I, I also want not only with ourselves, but also with our children. I feel this really deeply as a mom and um, as a, a grandmom, <laughs> a nana. Um, I, I just want to help us exalt Christ while we suffer and, and yes. offer support and encouragement. I spend a lot of time on email with hurting women from all over the world who really are, are, are they need, they want to learn how to battle um, around God's word with, with singing Christ's hope. So mm. um, I am on various social media sites as, as much as I have a, am able, but I'm really focusing a lot of my time and on emailing actually. Okay. Okay. And, and this music. Well, we're going to put some of those links again in our show notes for our listeners, any of them who would like to check those out. I'm sure that they would find that um, what you've, some of your resources, very encouraging, but Lori, I just, I really want to thank you once again 
for being willing to be here and to talk to us and um, just encourage us to continually interrupt our suffering through song to the Lord. So thank you. You are so welcome. Soli Deo Gloria. Amen. If you've been uplifted in any way by this podcast, it would mean so much if you'd not only subscribe, but leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded, believing women on the same path as you, consider joining our Facebook group. A link is in the show notes. Until next time, remember, we have a God who can be trusted.